Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. G'day guys, welcome to the SC Report podcast on a Wednesday night. I just had to double check the name there. Uh, you got Nick here on the other end of the line. I've got no one. That's right. The other boys have piked. Winnings gone away. Somewhere he's packed it in for the year. And JT, who knows what? Who knows where he is? I think once you drop out of the top 15,000, you are cut from any and all uh, NRL Supercoach talk website and podcast related activities. So the boys have both bailed. No one else was around. So doing it myself this week. Wednesday night solo pod, you get to hear it uh, in addition to the Sunday night solo pod. So I'm sorry, but it is what it is. The boys, we updated and we got the win. We got the win over Banyo Boy. I think we scored uh, 19, sorry, 19, sorry, a 12.95, I believe was the final score. And we have jumped up. We are back in the top 1,000. We're up to 793rd overall. So up 243 spots and looking good potentially for that top 1,000 finish. Um, like I said, won the semi-final matchup, uh, sorry, quarter-final matchup in our league uh, over Banyo, and we are up against Joe Fitz this week in the semi. Got Carlos the Dwarf and Dave VK in the other semi, but all that matters is the boys versus Surge Buster, and I've got a feeling the boys are going to fire up for this one. We've got a good-looking team this week, and we're going to use our last two trades just to just to put us over the top, you know, and uh, and guarantee that victory. Right, well, we will uh, roll through pretty quick. We won't have any of the bullshit in the guff that went in and JT, you know, banter back and forth talking about players that are irrelevant. Not many people have got many trades left, so we'll talk about, uh, you know, what can you use your last one or two trades on? Who should you go as uh, as captain and VC um, and the like? But we'll um, we'll firstly start off with teams analysis like we usually do. We'll run through this pretty quickly. Thursday night, we've got the cows and the dogs. No changes for the cows. Talmalolo, what a return, tunning up. And he's a player who uh, a lot of people like myself who traded out over the last couple of weeks will definitely be looking to get back into the side this week. And for the dogs, just uh, Snoop Dogs back onto the wing for the suspended Remus Smith. Dogs on fire. If they can get this win over the Cowboys up there in Townsville this weekend, they are still a chance for the top eight, which is just amazing after the start that they had. So not a lot of super coach interest in this game, really, I suppose. Aside from Tamalolo, um, everyone else pretty irrelevant. CHN, maybe, but not too much. Second game, though, Friday night, early game, Warriors and Rabbits. For the Warriors, Cody Nikarima is back. CHT is on the bench. Pass is back, which pushes Lachlan Burr back to the bench. And Liggy Sow is promoted to the bench. So this shapes up well for Jazz Tavaga there at lock. You've got Burr, Lasone, and Liggy Sow on the bench, uh, along with CHT. So I can see big minutes again for Tavaga this week. And even up against Souths, um, 
I will be starting him. Finished with 79 points last week. Souths have got a strong lineup though with Burgess, Alex Johnson, Kyle Turner and Ethan Lowe all returning. Uh, Adam Dewey or Dewey uh, stays at fullback which is quite interesting there. Uh, Cameron Murray, uh, he's going to probably go for me I think to make room for Talmalolo, just hasn't been getting it done lately. Uh, and Damian Cook uh, has turned up against the Warriors already this year, looming as a VC or even C option for the Rabbits there. Uh, second game Friday night has big top eight implications with the Broncos up against the Eels. No changes for the Broncos, who will be pumped up after the re-signing of uh, David Fafita. Um, so they should be ready to go and, and pumped up, like I said, for this big game against the Eels, who see Fergo come back, which sees Takarairangi drop back to the bench. Uh, Kore comes into the side for the suspended Nathan Brown and Terrapo is onto the bench in place of Tepai Moroa. Uh, for the Eels, uh, Gutherson, are you playing him? I wouldn't be playing him. There's far better options. Mitchell Moses, I'm stuck with him at halfback, so I'll play him and hope that he goes okay against the Broncos. And everyone's playing Manu Mau. Wouldn't it be great if he could get three tons in a row? Early Saturday game, Knights and Titans. This is an interesting one here. Connor Watson's in at hooker uh, back uh, from his injury, replacing the injured Danny Levi. So this is Wenin's sentence here for this game. Connor Watson starts at hooker in place of injured Danny Levi, who is out injured. Yep, thanks for uh, for clearing that up for us there, mate. Uh, for the Titans, Wallace returns at prop. Jairo's back to lock. Peets is back at hooker for Mitch Rain, who is suspended. And Will Matthews comes onto the bench. Now, big go here for Ponga as captain. Uh, it's it's an interesting one. Obviously, had a shocker last week, but I'm fairly certain he turned up the week before. Back at home against the Knights. Sorry, against the Titans. The Knights with the new coach. Uh, usually in sports, in the general... Generally, what we see is that the coach goes, the team fires up the week after, and they usually always get the win and play quite well. So it's going to be very interesting here if people are sort of game enough to put the put the straight C on Ponga against the Knights. Uh, check the weather forecast. I think I heard that there's going to be a bit of rain around the Sydney area this weekend. So please check the weather forecast before locking down any captains and vice captains this week. Manly and the Storm at Lotto Land, which should be a huge game. Joel Thompson's out for the Eagles with a broken arm, but he's replaced in almost a straight swap by Curtis Sirinan. And for the Storm, Will Chambers is back. Curtis Scott's down to the bench. Uh, Jerome Hughes stays in the halves with Brody Croft named outside the 17 and Pappenhausen named to start at fullback. This is... Uh, this is going to be a good game. Again, could be some weather around. I would not be captaining Tommy Turbo. I'm not playing Jake Turbo, especially after I sold him last week. And for the Storm, I'm not captaining any of the Storm boys. I'm going to play Cameron Smith. Uh, after the trade last week, I'm stuck with either Adokar or Nakora. Uh, so I've got to decide which of those two boys I'm playing. Sharks against the Raiders, who have just been super coach killers. Or... Josh Adokar away from home in a potentially wet game against Manly. 
Uh, two pretty crappy options there, to be honest, but I might end up having to play Adokar. Don't think I'll play Kenny Brom this week. Uh, I did do well for the boys last week, though. Um, so, yeah, good game here. Let's see what Manly's made off back home at Lotto Land after they got the win uh, over the storm down in Melbourne a few weeks ago. Roosters and Panthers Saturday night. Latrell is back. And for the Panthers, Leota starts at prop. JFH is back to lock and Isaiah Yao is out of the side due to injury. Tough matchup here for the Panthers, it's got to be said. Roosters are just rolling at the moment. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be a late out here for the Roosters. Obviously, Latrell was, um, you know, a late out last week. Getting a bit of a rest, potentially. You know, maybe had a slight niggle. Uh... I would not be surprised to see the Roosters rest someone in this game. Storm and the Roosters have basically got those uh, first and second place spots locked up. So this is a tough one. Please just keep an eye on this game for late outs for the Roosters. That's all I'll say because given where the Panthers are at, the Roosters should be able to dust them pretty easily, uh, even if they were missing one or two of their key players. The early Sunday game sees the Sharks up against the Raiders, uh, and for the Sharkies, Fecky's out with a groin injury, and Sione Katoa is back. Jesus, where'd he come from? And Bakuya's in on the bench. Uh, Fafida is still named to come off the bench, where he played quite well last week in 67 points, but only 43 minutes. For the Raiders, Joey Lelou is out through suspension again. Uh, so Kotrick's into the centres and Simonson is onto the wing and Havili is onto the bench. Again, a really tough matchup here for, for the Sharks, even at home. The Raiders are just super coach killers. They're playing very well at the moment. Uh, their defence is excellent. People are not putting scores on them. And as such, uh, players are not putting super coach points up against them. So. I would be uh, very hesitant to play too many Sharks this week. Uh, and for the Raiders, I think Bateman's the only relevant player at the moment. Sunday afternoon game, Dragons versus Tigers. For the Dragons, Jacob Host is out, replaced by Kafusi, and Ben Hunt is named on the extended bench after he missed last week due to concussion. For the Tigers, no changes at all with Josh Reynolds named at hooker, and Madison named at lock. Potentially uh, some sort of late swap could be happening there, but for now, there's no changes. This is an interesting game. I'm seeing a lot of comments on people talking about loading up on the Tigers, you know, getting playing NoFo, potentially even getting Luke Brooks in for this particular game. Um, Dragons defensively have not been uh, very strong, I, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Jackson Ford gets the start. Uh, in the number 11 jersey again, with Lattimore, Corbin Sims, Blake Laurie, and Kafusi on the bench. So four big forwards. Uh, could Jackson Ford play big minutes again? Maybe. Are you going to be playing him in your 17 at this point of the season? Probably not, to be honest. Um, for the Tigers, we mentioned Nofo could be in for a score here against the Dragons, but let's wait and see. All right, let's jump across to uh, some trade options this week. Like we said, the, the actual number of trades that we've seen posted are very, very minimal because no one's got any left. But I think Talmalolo, he's the one that you've got to get on this week. You know, people like myself who sold him uh, a week or two ago, we've got to find a way to get Talmalolo back into our sides. Manu is one that everyone should be on at the moment. Nofo is quite popular and could be set for a score this week. 
Madison's been going well lately. A few people jumping on Will Hopawade. Uh, got that Cowboys game on Thursday night. Obviously, Bulldogs in very good form. I think there's probably better options there in the centre wing, but uh, might be a fourth, you know, the fourth option there after Luttrell, Mao and Bateman. People still buying Damian Cook. I would have thought that everyone would have had him by now, uh, and a few people are buying Luttrell as well. Uh, I would, but I would be using your last trade on getting in Taumalolo or a potential pod like a Nofaluma or Will Hopawade, who have got good matchups this week, uh, who could put on a bit of a score. People are selling Gutherson, which makes perfect sense. Ken Marmalo, we all knew that this tough, tough part of the Warriors' draw was coming at the end of the season, but Marmalo can score a try out of nothing. You know, one of those two steps and he dives over in the corner. So they're back at home this week. I would be holding him uh, if I had him in centre wing. I think there's probably other other spots you can work on, um, you know, to boost, to bolster your score a little bit there. C&K has really been a dud in the last few months. Marty Tapao's on the wane and people are getting rid of him. Cameron Murray, um, he's one, like I said, he's a bit, he's been struggling a bit. He's only got a three-round average of 54. He's very highly owned, been owned by 44% of teams. But I, for one, will be trying to uh, shift him on this week to Tamalolo. Tamalolo's got a season average of 80, five-rounder of 75, uh, only Teddy and Turbo have got higher averages for the year than Talmalolo, followed by Payne Haas, Damian Cook, Manu Ma'u, Latrell, Smithy, Ponga, RTS, Bateman and Munster. So 12 players averaging over 70 for the year. Cameron Smith, 71.9 average, massive, having another huge season. Cookie, 77.1. Payne Haas, what a rookie season. Supercoach average for the year of over 77 points, and he's increased in price by 493,000. That's huge. He's up to 674k. Jesus, Teddy's at 840. Teddy's 840k, and coming off that 134, he's got a break-even of 63. So he could jump even more, uh, especially with that favourable matchup this week against the Panthers. If he does make the final cut, he's got a five-round average of 114. Jesus Christ! The only one with the higher, sorry, next place higher, next place highest five-round average is Manu Ma'u at 93, SJ 85, Latrell 85, Bateman 80. Papali's right up there with a 79. Victor Radley's gone under the radar hugely. He's at a 79.5 round average. Haas, Cook. Luke Brooks is 589k now with a 5 round average of 77. Smithy, Talmalolo, David Fafida, Munster, Cherry, Pappenhausen. So there's some decent, decent scores there. Uh, I think people are trading out the right players. Nathan Brown's or Nathan Brown and Pangai also in the top 10 there. Right, let's take a look at some of the matchups quickly and look at some of the captain and uh, VC options this week. We've gone through the matchups. The shortest priced favourite is uh, the Roosters against the Panthers at $1.20, and you've got the Knights uh, up against the Titans at $1.28. So I think your captain's got to come from one of those two games. Um and it's, it's got to be either Ponga or Teddy, and it's so hard to go past Teddy at the moment, especially with that five-round average of 114. 
So the question comes then, what happens if Teddy is somehow a late out because you've got Tommy Turbo starting uh, the game before Teddy. So if people want to lock Teddy in as captain, they'll have Tommy Turbo uh, as their reserve having already played. So it'll be a bit like uh, Latrell last week where you won't be able to make that switch. So I'm suggesting a, a Ponga VC uh, and a Teddy C because I think it, it depends a little bit on your bench, you know, like myself last week, for example, I had my non-playing reserves who actually played were Clemmer, Fafida, Jazz, and Nakora. So they all scored 64 points or more. Um, I had Josh Kerr, who thankfully did not play. Uh, let's take a little look at old Josh Kerr this week. He's named in the number 19 jersey, so... Hopefully he won't get a run, but he could be a late inclusion on the last game Sunday, which would be an absolute killer if you had to run that AE option. So that, he's like a Tom Eisenhuth from the Storm last week. you know. So you've Captain Teddy, you've gone VC Ponga. Yep, Ponga's got a score, great. Teddy's a late out, no stress. I've got Ponga as VC. I'll leave the C on Teddy. All of a sudden, Josh Kerr rocks up Sunday afternoon. So I might be trying to cash him in, I think, uh, to get rid of that option. Uh, I've also still got Dearden, who's not playing, and then Sebastian Chris and uh, Jared Anderson. So I think it's at the point now where the only one who could wreck us this week is Josh Kerr, especially playing in that last game of the weekend on the Sunday afternoon. There's a real risk there of that EE, sorry, AE. Uh, and if there's anything that people can do to shift him on from your side... Uh, I would be suggesting to make that move this week. All right, I think that's. I think that probably covers it. Like we said, some favourable matchups this weekend. Use your last trades wisely. Tamalolo is a must-have. No point going rookies like Tristan Sailor at this point of the year. That is just why anyone would be trading in Tristan Sailor, who scored fifty-seven last week. Fifty-seven is obviously a decent score, but. He's just an AE nightmare waiting to happen. No one should be doing that. It's all nuffs or guns. People listening to this podcast know that anyway. So good luck for round 24, two weeks to go. I'll try and get the boys back on board for next week, but I'm not sure how we'll go. Peace.